Welcome back and thank you so much for tuning in. If you're ready, here we go. Part two. Obviously, there's a lot of people who like you. And of your 60,000, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest bit if there were 10 or 15% who don't like you but follow you because they want to see what you do. It's that Howard Stern mentality. Why do, pe why do people listen to hear? Why do people who like him listen to hear what he has to say next? Why do people who don't like him listen to hear what he has to say next? Exactly. Brilliant, brilliant marketing. Whether you like Howard Stern or not, and he's you know, less and less relevant because we're all getting older. But back in my day, he was the biggest thing on the, on the planet. Um, my husband loves him. Yep. My wife still listens to him almost, almost daily. Whenever she's in the car, she loves it. And I, I, I listen from time to time. But, I don't like it. Yeah. But you, you, you've got the no part, you've got the like part and people are starting to trust you. And that audience gets smaller and smaller as you funnel through it. But that's okay because you're not, you are authentically you, which is what I tell people all the time. Don't be a fraud. Be who you are and don't try to be all things to all people. If you are authentically you, you're going to funnel out all those people who don't want to do business with you. And if some of those people end up doing business with you, you're either going to hate each other or one of you is going to leave hating yourselves. That's a lose for, that's a lose for everybody. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So I have never, like I'd be getting, you know, maybe one great listing every other month from social media during quarantine. I got at least six listings. Wow. And we weren't even open. So I did a Zoom uh, Zoom meetings and I just waited. I, I put them off market until we were allowed to post. And now I had business waiting for me as soon as we stopped. As soon as we started, excuse me. And these are people who met me recently just through the meme, the meme scheme. And it's, uh, it's wow. So yeah, a, a big lesson to learn. Um, it doesn't matter what you're tooting. If people like you, well, it doesn't matter. As long as you're authentic and it's good stuff, they like you, they'll hire you. You don't have to be boring people showing pictures of a toilet yeah. on, on, on Instagram. Hey, my, my so best. Wait, I, Realtors I, I, Instagram. I got one for you. My best toilet picture post is probably my <laughs> only toilet picture post. And it was a picture of a toilet that had a seat. It had one of those clear seats with all the, all the, all the no, with all, with all the coins and sparkles in it. So <laughs> I it think was, I saw it. I went through your whole thing. It was, but that's special. Right. It, it wasn't a picture of a bathroom. And what, what cracked me up was when, when we got the picture, there was so much rust around the base that it really looked <laughs> disgusting. So, <laughs> I had people call me out saying, I love that toilet seat. I have that one. I said, my, my objection, my, my, my objective here was not to freak you out and start a fight over, do you love it or, or not? But Hey, look, look past what you think the image is and look at the floor right. and people were like, Oh, that's disgusting. And I'm like, and I call, and it, it created great engagement and conversations because I said, you know what that is? That's not what you think it is. It's just rust. You see, and it, but it created great engagement. And so it that's was, what it's about. It's about creating great engagement. Yeah. And, you know, as long as it's legal and it's not inappropriate, create the engagement and that's going to get you, your clientele, no matter what you do. So let me ask, let me dive into that and get super tactical, which probably is inappropriate for this conversation. But what the hell? It's my show. <laughs> I get to do what I want sometimes. With all these story posts, because you put up an, an insane amount. I mean, you're putting 20, 30 up a day, at least, if not more. Yeah, so my, my target you, is 40 a day. Goal is 40 a day. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Are you doing anything other than here's the picture, post, go? Or are you kind of hiding hashtags or doing anything else tactically to get more people to look at it? Nope. I'm just posting and then what people do. So I'll, I'll, uh, I will borrow 
um, and I will give kudos to mm -hmm. whoever. Mm -hmm. wanted, you know. um, and but if I see it's being posted a hundred times and everyone's taking ownership of it, then I just don't put the person. I'll just because it could. I don't know what the original source is unless it's coming from the original source. So okay. I'll crop it, post it. But then what people are doing is they're sharing it because it's funny from and, their stories. They're sharing it. Yeah. And there's a courtesy going on. There's like uh, Instagram rules mm -hmm. and an Instagram rule is if you're posting somebody else's funny shit or whatever content, then you're supposed to, you put their name so that they're doing that. So what I'm doing is I'll, I'll put something really funny and you know, what's, you know, what's funny that what's funny for one guy isn't funny for the next mm -hmm. and what's funny everyone focuses on the different one, you know, so depending on how old they are, their experience, they're married, divorced, they'll like, like one more than the other, then they share it with their friends. And then the friends start following me. And then they start sharing. Yeah. And they start following. That's how it happened. That they, they keep reposting my funny meme that nobody could find anywhere because I dig deep. Yeah, and then you, I you, go, you go to dark places. <laughs> And so they they laugh. So you have your conspiracy guys out there. I'll post one for them. You have I won't post um, po politics though. Yes. I unless it's a general funny like the one where the guy was pretending to do Donald Trump's hair through the TV set. That was funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you a clip. So our county executive here in Nassau County, a woman by the name of Laura Curran, and, and it it went it went somewhat viral, not to the same level, but she did a she did a, a press conference out on a tennis court saying that tennis is, you, you can now go out and play tennis, but there are rules. And it was, you know, you, you need to mark your own balls and you don't want to touch someone else's balls. And you have this, you know, you have this sweet, sweet looking woman out there talking about grabbing and touching and kicking other people's <laughs> balls. And I saw, I saw it was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night and I said, it really did go somewhat nationwide. I got to send you a link to it because it, it was hysterical. So thank you, Laura Curran for providing some great levity. <laughs> Post it. I'll get to know Laura a little. I'll and I need content every yeah. single day. Yeah, it was, and, it was yeah, funny. So what, I, I avoid pop. People kept sending me the Trump joke. Yeah. I was like, I'm not interested. I don't want, I'm not posting politics. I'm not. Like, why are you assuming mm -hmm. I'm, you know, maybe I'm a conservative, you idiot. Don't give me politics. And I feel the same way. Like, I don't want to offend anybody. So I'm not going to post politics. But besides that, generalities, funny shit. Um, that I'll post. People love animals. Yep. I'm not just going to post your basic animal stuff because I don't like to be boring. I'll post funny animal stuff like the boxer. Someone was doing the boxer's nails and the boxer was making a face. And, uh, you know, it just. So basically, basically you dig for stuff that amuses you when you share authentically who you oh are. God. We're like in sync here. We're in sync here. So. If it makes me laugh out loud, LOL, I post it. So if I go, <laughs> like I laugh when no I No questions it, asked. Post it right away. And, and I won't, and people, so then check this out, how the community gets, because they have time, I guess. They start giving me, here's for you. And they start sending me, for you, Tat, for you. And they start sending me posts. And then there's the ones who know me, like you, like who they get my sense of humor. So there's the ones who send the funny shit that I posted a month ago. Right. And then there's the ones who are in, in sync with me. And they start sending me that nasty stuff that I like to post. And some of it's too nasty to post. Um, I posted once a guy on a Peloton and then 
the guy the guy the, the, the peloton teacher is like calling out people saying good for you you're 100 die good for you keep it going and then he goes you make you bowl the show and, <laughs> and the guy's balls were short anyway everyone laughed at that one it was a little risque but the point is people are starting to get my sense of humor yep. they're sending me posts i'm reposting and it's become this this thing but the thing is now my god this is long people are slowly going back to work in montreal here. yes and the rest of the world a, a lot of people in america are back you, you know new york you know long island that's different but kentucky people rest, are yeah. at work a, a, a a month ago. Yep. Rest uh, of the country is mo- is moving forward. Yeah. So, well, and I understand, like, you guys have, but in our country, Quebec was the one with the top, uh, uh, in, like, we had the most okay. in Quebec as well. But anyway, so we're back. So people are going back to work. So the memes are changing now because a lot of people are not in quarantine anymore. So believe it or not, it's becoming harder. Because what do you want to do? Um, half the country isn't in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're obeying social distancing rules, but they're not in quarantine anymore. Some of them are back to work. Um, the same with America. Some states, the malls are open, others no. So the content is forever changing as the weeks go by. That's so right. It started with Tiger King. Yep. Everyone, doesn't Tiger King seem like last year at this point it it seems like it seems like a decade ago exactly. it really does exactly so tiger king's over if i see another joke about tiger king it's it's like you're you're passe right and and so now it's forever changing listen to me speaking i am a real estate a master real estate broker <laughs> and i've become a part-time comedian right well but but again you haven't become a part-time comedian. You've always you've always been that part-time comedian. You're just exposing yourself for more of what you are. And that was, you know, not to not to go down a dark path, but we were talking. I had a conversation along these lines the other day where I said, "What what? Here's a positive to come out of the quarantine and the whole COVID nineteen thing. And and this is no slight on how many people have died and how many people's lives have been affected by that. But this this pandemic has exposed people for more of what they truly are. A thousand percent. You so, said it. So people like you who have that sarcasm and that part-time comedian, you, the light has been shining on that more and more. And you're becoming more authentically you because people are seeing it. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where there are some bad things that have happened. And this has exposed some of those people. So it, it's widening it's widening the gap of the perception of who's good and who's not in everyone's world. And you know what? Who's good here for me may be good for you. And our, our, our spectrums are completely opposite. That's okay. I think the beauty of this is more and more people are starting to realize who the people are that they want to spend time with, who they want to get to know more, who they want to like, and who they're going to trust. Absolutely. And so if that's what we learned uh, during these challenging times, that's, that's great because I feel the same way. Um, there's certain people, especially out in New York, that <laughs> really outdid themselves with their stupidities. Um, and I pressed the unfollow button. I said, this is so shitty, like, yeah. oh, tacky. And then there's people like you that I'm like, I'm watching and I'm like, how does he think of all this? And like, you know, he's so verbose and amazing. And 
Uh, listen, yeah. I, 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 I appreciate that. And, and like I said, I, I've always believed that I, I can only be me and I'm, I'm, I will learn from other people and I will admire and appreciate other people. But I learned a lesson a long time ago and, and ironically, I won't get into the names, but it can, I, I'll never forget the conversation. I was at a real estate conference with probably one of those people who you mentioned earlier. <laughs> But a guy walks into the room and he's a superstar in the eyes of all, all the, all the people that are there. He's got a great business and he's split into multiple offices and he was recruited by one of the biggest brands in the world. And then he left that big brand um, and he had a fantastic real estate business. And I won't get too much into the story because I don't, I don't want to give up who he is, but everybody in the room says, Oh, I want to be like Bob. I want to be like Bob. I want to be like Bob. And Bob was in the back of the room and got so fed up with hearing all of that because Bob knew his true story. And he literally walked to the front of the room, took the microphone from the presenter and says, do you really want to be like me? I was an abusive husband. I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. I hit the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. So do me a favor, learn who Bob is before you say you want to be like Bob. And he had this moment and this epiphany. And I saw him uh, about a day and a half later. And I said, Bob, sit down. Let's, let's go have a conversation. Uh, and I knew Bob had a drinking problem. So I said, let's go outside. I didn't want to bring him to a bar because everybody drinks at these things. And I'm like, let's go, let's go talk. I'm like, let me, let me play, let me play psychologist for you for a minute. Cause I got to know if, if you're, and Bob was a big boy. Bob had fists like, like cinder blocks. If he wanted to take a swing at you, he'd drop you like a bag of dirt. And we sat down and we spoke for three hours. And Bob said to me, I hit the bottom. I worked my way up. I said, why don't you share that story with people? He goes, because it's embarrassing. I said, well, nothing's more embarrassing than what you just did if you think that's embarrassing. And <laughs> Bob started to tell his story. And Bob's business grew and Bob's relationships improved. And all I, all I said was, you've, you've got to be you. Own it. It's, it's not a failure. You made a mistake. You learned from it. The failure is in going deeper in that hole. But that makes them even more relevant because everybody has failures everybody's been through the shitty marriage. Yeah. Everybody's been through, you know, whatever it is, their eating disorder or their alcoholism. Yeah. And so Bob becomes even more familiar to you and you could trust him and you could love him and you could learn from him because you, you, you are like Bob or yeah. humans. And, and that's it. And, and that's, you know, when, 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 the quarantine and the pandemic started, Oh, you've got to learn this. You got to do that. You got to do all these other things. You got to come out the other end, the better person. Screw you. Don't tell me that I wasn't a good person going into this. I've become a better version of me because that's what I choose to do every day. And I, again, one of my more engaging posts that I put up recently was me sitting on the front stoop of my house with my, with my overweight little dog uh, and, and said to people, you know, stop telling people that they got to learn something and they got to come out better. Who are you to judge what's better and what's not? Absolutely. You know what? I shouldn't say this. You could cut it out maybe, but <laughs> I, no, because... Also, when you become that person, because I, you know, thank God, and it's a blessing, you know, like I, I've worked hard for it. Yeah, I'm that superwoman. Okay, so I and I went through what Bob went through, you know, I got divorced, and I, we probably could have saved the marriage, but we were young and stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we didn't have the patience and the children were young and you whatever time moves on and you know, you don't question things because we're in great places right now. Um, but, and, and I love my ex-husband, my, my, my ex-husband and I run the office together, the agency together. We're wow. built, so we get along really well and we're amazing partners. Um, and it's great for the kids, et cetera. Certainly. The new husband loves the ex-husband. It's one big happy family. Okay. Um, but I've, I'm, I get tired. 
I'm tired. So I said, you know, during quarantine, I said, you know what? I'm going to learn to take a step back. And I'm going to get my team to work a little harder the way I used to work 10, 15 years ago. And if they don't want to, you know, one of my team members is older. He's over 60. I said, he doesn't want to. He feels unsafe. That's More fine. for the other guy. Yeah. But what I want to do is I want to sit back and be more of a leader, provide the leads, and really take time to be with my family. It's summertime. This whole quarantine has taught me that you better be comfortable in your own skin with the people you're living with. I got to know my husband. I know you've heard this a thousand times. That's okay. I got to actually, you know, figure out who my husband was. Because you know what? You get up, you work out, you find something to eat, you you go to work. Okay, you show home. You go through the motions. Go through the motions. You're home. He gets home a little later. You feed the kids. You eat dinner. Get into bed, watch Netflix, and pass out. This was my life. Right. Go on vacations once in a while. Um, go check out what's going on in Miami. Well, during quarantine, you're together all day, twenty four hours. You get to learn. Day. You get to learn all those annoying little things that, that each other does. I think that's why. You just didn't have time to pay attention to. Yeah. My husband likes to talk. He's a big mouth. Blah 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 blah. He doesn't shut up. I I didn't know that. I've been married to him for three years. I had no idea he was a big mouth. Blah 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 blah. Exposing people for more of what they truly are. Exactly. So I said to myself, you know what? I like this guy. He's funny. I got to know him even more. My kids too. I realized that my patience for my kids because I'm a very strict parent, and so. I'm so militant with them that I, I don't know how to relax. I I realized during quarantine, because there was nothing new, that I don't I, I have to be more patient with them and listen to their nonsense yep. because they are young yep. and life is about nonsense at their age. And that they don't have to think like a 45-year-old. They're they're 18 and, and 19 and they're it's, gonna talk about nonsense. And I gotta be there pretending to be yep. interested in their nonsense. And, and it's their it's their creativity, and it's one of the things that I I could probably rant about this for six eight hours straight. It's it's about not stifling their creativity because there is a lack of creativity in it. the not a lack the the ability and the allowance of creativity in this world is being squeezed more and more in many ways, shapes, and forms. And I think with children, it we can't stifle that creativity. We have to encourage it because. The days of going to college and getting a degree and having a 40-year career are long, long gone. Absolutely. And Absolutely. The, the world of entrepreneurs and hustlers and creatives and all those things. And listen, they could become CEOs. They could become doctors. But it would be great if we had more creative doctors because then they'd be able to do more research to learn how to cure bigger problems, you know, to, to go down a really deep rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, When's let, the last time you rode a bike? Believe it or not, my daughter just turned 11 back in January, refused to learn how to ride a bike. And as a result of this, she learned, we, I went and bought her a new bike just as the quarantine was starting while the bike store was still open and not crazy packed. Bought her a new bike, and we went out and rode a bike yesterday. Yeah. And, and, we're gonna, and as long as the rain doesn't come down on us today, we'll probably do it again today. But before that, I, bought a, I, I got a bike about a year and a half ago for 
Father's Day that I had asked for. And if I wrote it five times, it was a lot. But as a result of this, I'm on it. I, I went and bought a Peloton back at the end of last year to use. So it was good for me to get on there because I'm okay. still way overweight. You bought it last year. I, when I, did you start using it? I bought it. I bought it right. It, it got delivered right after Thanksgiving. I used it religiously at least every other day through New Year's. Um, hurt my hip, took a month off, got back on it a little bit once or twice. And I, I recently just got back on it. I would say within the last two weeks, I'm, I'm consistently on it at least three times a week. I've got massive arthritis in one hip, so it's a little bit challenging for me. But I'm, I'm trying, you know. And I, I hate that word because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Yoda fan. I, I hate the word try. It's do or do not. <laughs> But it still spills out of my mouth. I, I'm putting I'm putting more effort into it. It's still not enough. I know that. But I've got some physical limitations, and I'm not using them as excuses. But I don't want to make it worse. I've got to learn my body better again to see how far I can push it. So, you know, one of these days I'll get to that point where I actually follow the keto diet regularly and not cheat as often and, as I and do. And not just on weekends. Uh, the other way around I'm, not Monday Friday yeah I'm like 23 hours a day I'm good with it and then boom I take myself out of ketosis before I go to bed big mistake don't do that <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be intermittent fasting yes. when you go to bed I know um, listen there's another whole tips? there's another whole topic for another day <laughs> you could come to me um I, yeah so I haven't I don't even remember the last time I rode a bike before like I, I rode a bike two days ago the bike's been sitting there in the garage. My husband gets it fixed every year. Nobody sits on it. Nobody. And the other night, we had already done the workout in the morning. He was like, let's go for a bike ride. And I said, are you crazy? Who's in the mood? It was 7 o'clock at night, but the sun was still out. And we live on the mountain. So we live on Mount Royal Park, the okay. famous Mount Royal Park. We live on it. So I just opened my gate in the backyard, and I'm on the mountain. And so he's like, Let's go for a bike ride. He goes, do you even know how to ride a bike? I go, shut <laughs> up. I go, yes, I do. So we get on this bike. Well, each, we have two bikes. I couldn't believe, like, it really took me back to my childhood, yeah. memories, um, breathing, you know, breathing in trees, nature, the wind in my face. Like, wow. And I'm telling you right now, it wasn't for COVID, I wouldn't have done it. Yep. So many things that I, I, I think of doing that I haven't done. And so back to my point, I know we, we like to, to talk, you know, maybe I don't want to work as hard as I was working before all this started. Maybe I want to be home at three o'clock every single day and not be that crazy ass, you know, entrepreneur, Money, 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 right. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle. She's an example. She has it all. Superwoman. Boring. I'm bored. I'm bored with that. Um, why don't we create a business where there's passive income coming in, where I could relax, delegate, and hey, I'll go home with less, but it's so worth it. And you're doing more of what, what fulfills you absolutely you know, spending time with my yeah. family we're we're running we're running really long here but i have no problem continuing the conversation <laughs> if you're good with it i feel like uh, we forgot that anyone's yeah. gonna watch this and, and we're just having a coffee and listen it's it's this this is where Corey gets to do the brilliant work that he gets to do he gets to watch this and go through and, and and turn it into something special and if it becomes multiple episodes hey that's great but you know it's it and i'll I'll make this the last subject we talk about this time because I think you and I need to do this more often for for 
my sake and I'm hoping for your sake as well. Okay. One of the things that I've, I've obsessed about in the, I want to say the last 18 months, it's becoming more and more my obsession. I don't want to be the best salesperson in my company. I want to be the guy who builds and runs a company because I could have more to go to your coaching point earlier. I want to have more impact on more people. There's only so many homes I can help people sell or purchase in a year. There's capacity. You, you just can't do more than that. It's finite. But what if I could get 10 people who have a similar mindset to me who are willing to work to that same level? And my, my role becomes how to build them up into the best machine that they can be for themselves. Yeah, I can go from selling 40 houses a year to selling 400 houses a year if I bring on 10 people. And right. yeah, I make a smaller percentage of that and I take on more risk and liability as the guy paying for all these systems and building these things, but we're having a bigger impact. So instead of helping 80 families by, by being involved in 40 sales, we can sell, help 800 families by being involved in 400 sales and everyone gets to do their own amount. And that's the e-myth, you know, the, the, it's the exactly e right. I, I used a quote from the e-myth in a, in a, in a comment I put on someone else's, uh, I think it was Dane Walker. Uh, he, he put up something about Michael Gerber and I replied and embellished on what he put up there. Uh, and, and I, I agree. And I think that's what it is. And I think that's my calling now. I think I'm you doing want to be the entrepreneur. Yeah. I, I, the best thing that could happen to me right now is if the state were to say to me, you can no longer have a real estate license because I can't go out and practice real estate, but I could build the business and I can still stay okay. in the ecosystem. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, I've come to that. I honestly, it, it, it's become so, you know, oh my God, are we going to be inspiring future realtors out there? Or Listen, like I'm 23 years into this at least. And I'm, I, I realized I, I got to do the math, but January of 97 was the first day I walked into a real estate office as, as an independent contractor. I've been doing this a long time and you know what? I've learned so much that. It's I, okay to want to step back and do other things. I want to evolve. Exactly. So I'm in the same position. So I've done it all because I'm the way I am. So I wrote the book, I did the coaching, I had a TV show. Um, I, uh, I opened the agency, top in my field, uh, female, blah, 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 you know, uh, now it's the Instagram yep. and the TikTok and blah. I want to take a step back. And I just want the passive. I want to delegate everything. Um, but you, and but you, it's, it's not like you're looking it's not like your plan is, hey, I'm going to delegate all this stuff and I'm just going to sit back and collect money. What, no, I'm, no, no. what I'm, I'm hearing the, from the, you I'm is yeah. to provide the leads. And, and I would say, I think that's another place where you and I have, have a lot in common, at least today. Maybe we didn't years ago, but I think we're in a similar place right now. I have been, to, and it's kind of an arrogant word to, to say about myself, but I have been told by other people that I'm more of a visionary than I am an implementer. Yeah, it's because that's it. You did the implementing. Yeah. You can't stay in the same position the rest of your life. Uh, the better you become. That's why it's another thing. You got to know all the system, all the systems before you delegate them. Because if you don't know the systems before you delegate yeah. them, then they could be robbing you, and you wouldn't even know. Yep. They could be terrible at their job. And I had to learn that the hard way. Like, all right. So I, here's so here's what I'm going to do. When I start my coaching business, I'm just going to come to you and say, all right, I'm going to leverage you and say, let's talk about all your systems. What did you do? What did I do? How are they different? What would be better for this one or that one or why? Because nothing is right and nothing is wrong. Exactly. It's, it's right now or not right now. 
also most for the least, like what, like how can we give the most benefit um, with the least amount of headache? Right. Value, value and return on investment and, and, and opportunity costs and all the other things. I love and, the fact that I've used that word like five times this show, <laughs> not, not just in the introduction to the name of the show. It, it is one of my favorite words out there. Um, opportunity not. Yeah. All right. So listen. So, I could talk all day. I'm so sorry. I, I'm uh, a salesman and salesmen like to talk. I, I, I <laughs> love this. You are clearly a very high eye personality, which I love. Uh, <laughs> I think you've got a lot of trailing D personality, which is what I am. Uh, and I think that makes I'm for a, a good, big D. Yeah. I, I, my, my guess is your I and your D are pretty close. My, my, I believe it or not is as far down to the bottom as it gets. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this personality systems in a, in a, in a future day. That's I would another one. I only hire with that. With, yep. I always use that to hire my people. Listen, here's what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the ask out there to you and I'm going to put it on you because I don't want to overstep my bounds. I would love to have you back and let's, let's do more conversations that are just very specific and, and do 15 to 20 yeah, minutes. Because segments. we kind of got to know each other. Yeah. We're like dating here or what is the first I, day? I was going to, I was going to use the ex exact same mindset. I said, it feels like we're in that courting process right now. Yeah. Where we're kind of feeling each other <laughs> and out. You like me. Yeah. And I like you. Yeah. And we're going on it. Second one, <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would love to do it because I, I think there's, there's huge value. I know my audience can get from you. I know there's tremendous value. I personally can get from you and I would love the opportunity to bring some value to your audience as well. So let's, let's wrap for the day because we are well over an hour, which is kind of where <laughs> I try to keep my limit. Uh, and I want to respect hour your time. Half. Yeah. I want to respect <laughs> your time as well, but let, let's wrap up with the commitment that uh, as we post the, the micro pieces that we're going to develop out of this, let's ask some questions. I'm going to ask you to share a few things as well when we do it, and I'll share some of the content for you to use. Um, but let's let's kind of come up with a game plan and talk again completely offline, just Absolutely. two people BSing and say, what can we do to be a benefit to each other? Because I think that's what this is all about, is building that community of people who are out to not only grow, but to benefit and bring other people with them. A mastermind. Amen. I was trying to avoid the word just to see if you would use it, but that's exactly what it is. Uh, and and two brains have the power of at least three, and especially when, when one of them is between your ears and not just mine. Well, uh, another thing is you are that male personality, the masculine, you know, and I'm the feminine. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it works well. It's like a yin and a yang. It, there's a good balance there. Listen, I, 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 I hope the audience who's hearing this feels that as well, uh, and I hope they come along for the ride and become part of it because it's not – uh, like I say to people all the time, now that I'm doing more of this, there's kind of, and again, it's, it's kind of narcissistic. It's not my intention, but there's kind of that, hey, you're Dean Miller, but I don't know who you are. They know me through the wonderful world of, 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 of social media and the Internet. Uh, but I am the most approachable person you'll ever meet, and my goal is always to make sure someone else walks out of the room with more than they walked in with, never me. Uh, Absolutely, and it works. I'm telling you, there's something you have it. Um, I appreciate that. Not everybody has it. They just don't. You, it just, you have to understand that popular page. You go through, there's a hundred things. I am, out. I am, I am immensely grateful for my 1300 plus Instagram followers on, on my real estate company account because I try to engage with all of them. 
and the number grows a little bit every day and there's a drop off every day and I'm good with it. I just want to bring value to people. And I, I can't thank people enough for when they do share and when they do connect uh, and, and embrace what we're doing and make me a better version of me. And that's part of why I do this is I love that growth. It's, and that's the fulfillment part to me is not only what I can do for the consumer or the person on the other end, but what it does to me inside. It makes it, it gives me more opportunities to do more of it. Well, that's the thing. Another thing is, and we could talk about this offline, um, not to bore the audience, but Instagram is a business of its own. Like you need, it's not all, you gotta, you got to get the people to help you grow your account. Mm -hmm. um, you got to pay to, to, you know, like in real estate, you have these guys who, who make a commission and they don't reinvest it in the business. They just put it in the bank or spend it right. instead of reinvesting. So Instagram is the same. You have to have a budget. It's a business like any other and you gotta put some money into it in order to 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 grow your your following because listen they're not there just by accident there there's Facebook owns that thing there so, is uh, there there is I believe it or not I normally don't go back and re-listen to these recordings right away I send them out to to our production team and let them do their work and then I listen again. I'm going to play the, and I, I, I've gotten good at listening to things at one and a half and two times speed because I want to get absorbed more. I think there's a masterclass in the majority of what's come out of your mouth that you've shared today. And I'm going to put that together and share it back with you because I think there's opportunities for us to do something special to help a lot of people. I have been blessed with um, being able to make money with no issues yep. ever since I was a child. I never had issues um, making money. And the other one I flunked, I've never had issues um, dating the right men. <laughs> I, I wasn't the prettiest girl in my class. I think I'm like, fine, why I'm getting better with age because I'm learning more because of our phones, because we have access to so much information. But when it comes to building businesses, now, I'm not the most organized person, but I have to hire people to keep me organized. I have one woman who keeps me organized. But there's your strength is that you're, you're self-aware enough to know, and you've brought somebody on board who's comfortable, who probably also enjoys that part of her life and her job. Absolutely. Yep. And she keeps me in check. And honestly, I just, it's so easy. I think Gary Vee says it all the time. It's so easy to make money properly, not, right. you know, like yep. to, to do it legally as because of the times we're living in because of social media we could become our own movie stars because of our phones you don't need a hollywood production company look at you the green screen who would think that we would be managing our own green screens camera yep. um mics like in the 80s that, that that would have seemed ridiculous did you see the movie blade runner oh wow yeah i haven't haven't thought about it in years but yes long time ago if you watch blade runner and there's a scene where he he finds a picture. He it's, he's on his computer, and the woman's in the corner, and he goes, "Move to the right ten and to the yep. bottom five. Remember? When we were watching that movie, exactly, we were kids when we were watching that movie, right? And we were like, "Wow, that's their vision of the future." Now that's where we take our phone, and we get the little photo that within the photo. We are living the life of dreams. Yeah. Anything is possible. Well, listen, I got a few years on you, but I actually, I was home for 20 days by myself. My wife and daughter took a road trip through Naperville, Illinois, outside of Chicago to Denver and then back to see two of our kids because they were losing their minds being at home. 
while they were gone, I watched, I, I always had the TV on the background because I, I like the motion and the distraction. It keeps me focused, actually, yeah. believe it or not. But at one point, uh, I think the dog stepped on the remote and an old cartoon channel came up and the Flintstones meets the Jetsons episode came up. Oh, I remember that one. And I, act- <laughs> I actually got up and hit record on it and watched it because it it is so true that, you know, I'm, I say it all the time. I'm a dinosaur in this industry in that I've got 20 plus years experience, but I'm still below the average age of realtor in North America, which is 54 sure, and change. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I have a... 17 years experience. But as that digital nomad who's gotten comfortable and somewhat accepted in that world, I'm living that Jetsons life and I'm trying to help people, other people get there with me because yeah. we got to figure out what the next level of Jetsons is. It's, it's, I'm telling you, you got to get on the TikTok. Are you posting on TikTok yet? No, I think I have three posts up there and we spelled our account name wrong and all these other things. I, I but we're, we're going to, we're going to fix it when we can sit down face to face. I've got to figure out how to set up the account properly. It's not, that high on my priority list now because I've got other things that are more important to me, but I, I do, it is one of those things for me to get it's to. so annoying, but you got to do it. Yeah. I only have like four posts, but I'm doing it slowly as, as per like, when I have time because the videos are different. It's easier to do um, than Instagram. It's easier to make nice videos, but you still need to take the time because not only you have to worry about Instagram, not only do you have to worry about real estate, not only you have to worry about your, your podcast, yeah. but now you have something else to have yeah. to, you know, so um, but well, now I, that now that my 11 year old is home and she's the TikTok master in the house, I will sit down and get a business 101 lesson from her yet again. You, that's the new one. And yep. then the people are already on it. People like you and I who are already on it when the kids, when the adults start getting on it, the, the right. over 24, we'll already be there. Or when those kids age up, if we're still doing this, we're already there and we're seen as a valued asset and a resource, not somebody who's trying to pander to the, the existing audience. Exactly. And another thing, one last thing. Cause I could talk all day. You could reinvent yourself yeah. on TikTok. So you could have Instagram persona. You could have your TikTok persona. Like I use her an example because believe it or not, she's a genius. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Kim Kardashian is selling makeup. She's selling underwear. She she's going to law school. Like she's, you know, so she's rebranding herself into different, you know, things. You could do the same. So yep. this Instagram, you could be focused on this. TikTok, you could be somebody else. And it's just anyway. There are there so are so many en- ways, so little time. Endless opportunities. Exactly. Um and and I I love dabbling in all of them to learn. And and I think there was there will be a time and a place for me, and I want to be earlier in the process than later moving forward because I have learned so much, but I guess you, lead, you don't want to catch up. What's that? You want to be a leader. You don't want to have to catch up. Exactly. Exactly. That. And I we think already with Instagram, we were like, yep, we're chasing, we opportun- we're chasing, which yeah. is fine, but we now have the opportunity. That's it. To- yeah. <laughs> you know, and you don't have to do what they're all doing. You know, if you, if you're not the lead dog, you know what you're looking at all day. So it just, <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I got, I got a Canadian hello from you. I, I heard an A come out towards the end of our conversation. I, I got I, myself. That's why I paused. I, I'm like, I got one. And that's always my intention with every Canadian I meet is to get one, you know, or A at all of them. Oh, I can't thank you enough for that. Sorry, uh, eh? <laughs> so with, with that, we will wrap that. I, 
I can't thank you enough. I it's listen. It was this, a pleasure always. We this, knew it would be. This, this was more for me than it was for the audience. I got to be honest with you. I, I hope they get one tenth out of this that I did. Uh, and I, I look forward to growing this relationship. I'm probably going to become a pest and hound you to death Never. until you tell me to go away because I, I think there's so much, so much we can do for and with each other and our, and our audiences and our communities. Uh, and I, I love that growth. And I, I think you are a great compliment to some of the things that I want to do. And I think I might have a few ideas that I'd love to throw it, throw at you to see how it works out. Um, so we will definitely continue this, uh, and who knows, maybe it'll be the, the Tat and Dean show. We'll, we'll start okay. something. We'll start and something. And we'll see each other at our, our first live event in Vegas, you know, it's, and you wife, never know where this could go. My wife and I were just talking about Vegas saying, you know, we're just, we're terrified of how horrible it's going to look when it reopens. I mean, I can't see two people at a blackjack table and everyone wearing a mask. It'll just seem like a, but, listen, they'll, they'll figure it out. They always do. There's too much money to leave on the table. Did you see the hotels in Dubai? They, they have these yeah. like um, weird, like, you know, uh, these x-ray machines kind of, yeah. they look like that and you go in and they disinfect you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like something out of Blade Runner. But anyway, <laughs> it's weird. All right. So we're going to wrap ladies and gentlemen. Thank you as always for tuning into opportunity. Uh, I'm sorry that you guys had to play violin during our date. If yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The courting process. We're dancing right now. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to have to redo this because we were just about, uh, we forgot about yeah. Corey's got his work cut out for him because we, we, we failed to realize that we were talking to hopefully thousands of people and not just each other. <laughs> but there's another, there's another episode. And I actually just got a text from Corey saying how to go. So I, with that note, I'm going to hang up with you and say, thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. And thanks for thinking that I had something to say. Thank you so much. Cl clearly you did for an hour and a half. And I, I, I can't thank you enough for that. I, I appreciate the opportunity to get to know you, the friendship that, that I, I see growing here. Uh, and and I, I can't thank you enough. We'll link up all your contact, but if you don't know who Tat Londono is, it's go to Instagram. And if anything else, just look at her stories. You'll, you'll get a good laugh. And if it makes, if it makes you smile, it was worth every, every minute of the effort that we put into it. Uh, have a fantastic day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. As always, I'm Dean Miller. This is Opportunity Knox. We look forward to hearing, seeing, hearing, and speaking to you again real soon. Have a fantastic day.